The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast going to discuss a little bit about, uh, well, an interesting little list that a former quarterback put together for quarterbacks and where Joe Flacco, where Drew Locke, and where the rest of the quarterbacks are listed from 1 to 40. We're going to discuss that today on the podcast, but first, our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just to hop, skip, and jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado Distilled Spirit Chef Andrea Varela in that locally sourced rotating seasonally fair is just tremendous. Be sure to go on over there. Tap 14 on the web. That's tap14.com. actually want to start today's show, today's program, with a interesting top 40 quarterback breakdown. This is from Chris Sims. Of course, Chris Sims, a former quarterback, now uh, doing some uh, analyst work, and uh, this was... Uh, Done with CB, uh, excuse me, NBC uh, and Chris Sims. His top forty quarterback countdown from one to forty. So there are a couple who are not actually going to be starters in this. And where does Joe Flacco rank in this list? Now I'm going to give you the top five. His top five is like looks like this: Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Andrew Luck, and Deshaun Watson is five. Um, so initially my thought is Aaron Rodgers is a, not the best quarterback in the league. Um, I, I certainly wouldn't take him that. I mean, if you told me I needed one quarterback for this year and this year only, uh, certainly Aaron Rodgers is not at the top of my list. Uh, other notable mentions is Tom Brady is number nine. Drew Brees is 10. Uh, Carson Wentz, 11, Phillip rivers, 12, Dak Prescott, 13, Matthew Stafford, 14, and Kirk Cousins is 15. He has Baker Mayfield outside of the top 15, Mitchell Trubisky outside of the top 15, and then he has Kyler Murray at 24, which is quite interesting, along with Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, and Jimmy Garoppolo just ahead of him. Coming in at number 25 would be Joe Flacco. Is Joe Flacco ranked as the 25th best quarterback uh, in his top 40 quarterback countdown. And then also to mention, he mentions actually Drew Locke in this as well, too. Drew Locke at 37. So, and, and this, I think, big, brings up the question is, uh, you know, when we were talking about Joe Flacco a little bit earlier this week on the program about where he ranks in the AFC West and where he ranks in the NFC, I look at this list and look... <laughs> There is not much I can agree with here. Uh, from the uh, Drew Brees, Carson Wentz, Phillip Rivers outside of the top 10 to Tom Brady being outside of the top five, um, man, he is very high on some inter- interesting quarterbacks. I'm not going to say this is Adam Rank 214 bad, but uh, this is not great. This is not. I don't agree with anything on this list, uh, but it makes for great sports radio. Uh, Joe Flacco, I think, is be- better than the 25th best quarterback. Uh, this is a guy who is at least consistent, is going to give you a, a quarterback ranking in the, the mid-80s, the low-90s. Uh, every once in a while, it's it's going to spike a little bit. But I think that's the beauty of Joe Flacco is that while every once in a while you could see a spike, 
I don't think you're going to see Joe Flacco just completely fall on his face. And and that's where the Broncos were plagued with so many problems last year because Case Keenum would every once in a while have a, a quarter or a, a half that looked pretty darn good. He'd throw a couple touchdowns, didn't turn the ball over, and then all of a sudden in the other half he would completely fall apart. And I don't think you I don't think you're going to see that completely fall apart side of things from Joe Flacco. You're not going to see elite quarterback play and quite frankly, I don't really know if you're going to see very good defined quarterback play. But I think you're going to see average to good and it's going to be consistently that. Now, many would argue that's not good enough to win a Super Bowl. I would be in agreement with that, but for the stepping stone and the role that Joe Flacco is playing, that is good enough for me. And it's certainly better than the 25th quarterback ranked. And, and to give you a, a just a, a good standard, if you will, 16 obviously is the, the literal mediocre line because that's halfway between all the 32 starting quarterbacks. Uh, he has Joe Flacco ranked almost 10 spots behind that. And a couple names that I just don't agree. I mean, Kyler Murray, we don't know what he's going to do. Josh Allen, as far as I'm concerned, has not been great. Sam Darnold can be included in that. Jimmy Garoppolo, we've seen him play, what, 10 times total so far in a starting role? I mean, I I, I just, I, I think there's a little bit more of the hype train, if you will, um, the automatic love for young quarterbacks and their potential, when in reality, you're actually supposed to be grading them based on their 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 work that they they have established and their their line of of production right now and the fact is none of these guys have production um and and so I, I just don't agree with either of those four quite frankly uh, I'm okay with Baker Mayfield I'm okay with Jared Goff uh, even Mitchell Trubisky as well too and Dak Prescott I, I think you can make arguments for Kirk Cousins although Kirk Cousins himself puts up big stat lines but We've obviously had this discussion about Cousins before and uh, his issues when it gets to crunch time in the postseason and everything like that, something that is actually a major strength of Joe Flacco's. So it's going to be interesting to see how this kind of plays out for the Broncos because we have I have talked about on this program, and I, and I won't lie, I, I'm probably a little bit higher on the Broncos than others, but a lot of it does depend on the quarterback because... All everything I've talked about from the dominant defense that I expect to the uh, high potential that they have at the skill position players, Philip Lindsay, Cortland Sutton, wide receiver, Noah Fant at tight end. I think there's a lot of potential here. Seriously, I really do. The problem is, is all this gets nullified if Joe Flacco just falls on his face. Okay. If Joe Flacco falls on his face and is just a terrible quarterback, and and look, it, it needs it would it would be defined as a guy who just simply turns the ball over a ton. Okay, turns the ball over a ton. If if he is having a year where you know, example like last year, you know, twelve touchdowns, six interceptions uh, in his limited amount of time. Look, that was a guy who was on track for twenty four touchdowns and twelve picks. I'll take that all day long. I'll take that all day long at about 60, uh, 61% completing the passes. I'll take that all day long, any day of the week. In fact, it should be noted that Joe Flacco has never had a year where he's thrown more interceptions than touchdowns. So, and, and this is coming off of a, well, 
three-year stint, and, and really we can even throw in Peyton's final year, where the Denver Broncos dealt with quarterback issues of turning the ball over. And I think that's where this changes the dynamic and this changes everything. And even at 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, that is a tremendous upgrade from what they had previously. And what they had previously was good enough to almost, with the ball bouncing a certain amount of ways, eight wins. Now you see how I'm kind of viewing it from my lens and you paint it a little bit differently. It's the same discussion that we're having with some others, many others who say that, oh, well, Joe Flacco sucks. He's a journeyman, yada, yada, yada. Well, I'm going to take exactly what you just said and I'm going to take history and actual facts, statistics, turn it this way, and actually it doesn't look too bad. And so that's where I think, you know, everybody needs to just pump the brakes on just immediately uh, anointing this guy uh, one way or the other. You know, again, things change. And, of course, as training camp creeps closer, and uh, by the way, plug on this program, this program will be at Dove Valley and training camp uh, broadcasting there in in many aspects live and interviewing players. And we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to do a lot of unique stuff. So that's going to be happening, by the way. This uh, little teaser for you guys, 2019 version of training camp, This program will be involved, and we will be at the facility, of course, watching practices and seeing how Joe Cool is doing it. Of course, he ripped the hearts out of Bronco fans back in 2003. The Raheem Moore game. I I don't know if I've still recovered yet. I may have to go talk to Joe about that. We'll have a discussion with Joe. But anyways, back to the point, is that this is a guy who, in his worst years, is throwing a couple more touchdowns more than interceptions. And it should be noted outside of the one year, and I, I should make a, uh, 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 a a addendum to what I did say. He did have one year, one year where he did throw more interceptions and touchdowns um, as opposed to what I said earlier. So I amend that. Um, he generally throws about five to seven touchdowns more than interceptions. And his interceptions are generally somewhere in the low 10, 12 range. In fact, he's had, uh, let's see, four, five. He's had five different years where he's thrown exactly 12 interceptions, which is kind of funny. Um, Four of those five, he's thrown 14 or more touchdown passes in those years with one of them being that. So uh, this is, this is an upgrade at the quarterback position. Um, Certainly he's not a huge upgrade. I get it. And I can understand where Chris Sims is coming from this top 40 countdown because, look, Joe Flacco, he's not a sexy name. He's been replaced by Lamar Jackson. They're going with the future. Flacco's this this journeyman. He was never really established as this top five, top ten elite quarterback in the past. I know everybody wanted to joke about that. Joe Flacco was never elite. Okay, Joe Flacco was never elite. But what Joe Flacco was was consistent. He was a veteran leader. He uh, he He is exactly... Kind of what Vic Fangio is coming in. A guy who is not going to be beat by fundamentals. He's not going to make dumb decisions immediately. This is a guy who's going to just come in, play the quarterback position, and play it, quite frankly, with some of the statistics that don't lie, play it at a pretty good pace. And if this defense, okay, and again, big if, okay, but if they do come back and this defense is in the top oh, say, top five, top ten, shut down corners. They upgraded in the secondary tremendously. Of course, a vicious pass rush between Bradley Chubb, Von Miller. 
If they have that, all they need is, as I've said on this program, time and time again, they need competent quarterback play. That's all they need is competent quarterback play. You'll take anything better. Anything better is like the gravy on the Thanksgiving turkey and stuffing. But they just need competent quarterback play because if they get competent quarterback play, that is a tremendous upgrade from what they did last year. And what they did last year was, let's face it, ball bounces a couple different ways. They're an eight-win team. Now their defense is improved. Their secondary is vastly improved. You got another year for some of these young talents like Cortland Sutton and Phillip Lindsay. Look out. A coaching staff that is actually competent. I think this could be a team that takes a major, major step this year. We'll see how it goes. Uh, it could be interesting to see how this team uh, performs. And, and again, Joe Flacco, a major piece, a major piece indeed for this Denver Broncos team. Even if he performed like the 16th, 17th, 18th best quarterback in the league, that's good enough for me because Case Keenum, he was well into the late 20s and that kind of quarterback play ain't going to get it done. So again, big thanks to our friends over there at Tap 14. Also want to say thanks to, well, our friends who have been listening to this podcast as we have some exciting, fun things to announce in the podcast, including our presence at training camp. That's going to be coming up, uh, of course, in mid to late July and into August. We will be at training camp. We'll be talking to different players, getting firsthand interviews, and getting to check out the new team as the Vic Fangio regime is underway, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you want to catch up on old podcasts and, of course, subscribe, you can do so on the several ways that you can find this uh, podcast from iTunes and, of course, at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. I'm always tweeting out our segments as well, too. You can find that on my Twitter page, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio, on Twitter. So, again, it's the Broncos Blitz podcast for more profiles, interviews, discussions, debates. You can check it out at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. See y'all.